1. My Mother's Family, A Family of Rebels, 1879-1958 to My mother's grandfather, Little Fish, was born to the Thomason Indian tribe in approximately 1879. I say approximately because the Thomason, like other tribes of the American Plains, had no need of such mundane things as calendars, dates, or times. They rose when it was light, ate when they were hungry, fucked when they felt like it, and went to bed when it was dark. The Tahamasan was the last wild tribe. They rebelled against the offers of the Great White Father in Washington longer than any of the other tribes. As the chief, Fifty Feathers, once said, When the white man speaks, I smell skunk. This all changed when Little Fish was eight. One morning, when the men were out hunting, and the women, old people, and children were all asleep, a regiment of soldiers fell on the camp. I don't mean that in any sort of military way. I mean that one soldier left his regiment to find a place to take a pee, tripped over a root, and fell down a hill into the outskirts of the Tahamasan camp. As soon as he realized what he had seen, he climbed back up and told the rest of the regiment what he had found. I mean, I'm sure that the first thing that he said was that all of the beautiful red women that he had seen sleeping around the somnolent fire were all, well, squaw naked. That was how the Tahamasan lived. They saw no need for clothes when it was warm, and so simply didn't wear them. So the soldiers came screaming and shooting into the camp. Little Fish remembers fire and rape and murder and pain. The rest is blurred in his memory. Suffice it to say that before the raid, there were fifteen old people in the camp, thirty children, and seventeen women, defined as a girl between thirteen and forty, ten of whom were virgins. When the raid was over, there were no old people, twenty-five children, and sixteen women. There were no remaining virgins among the women. Once they had all of the warriors' families hostage, it was relatively easy to get the men to surrender when they returned from the hunt. And so the Tahamasan were processed into the BIA and given a reservation in northern Texas. Little Fish was angry about this. Not because of the dead or having to live on a reservation. He was okay to always have a warm place to sleep and food without hunting. But because the white men deprived him of a proper name. Among the Tahamasan, it is believed that Quarinko, the god of marriage, comes to a woman and blesses her lips when she is in childbirth so that the first words to emerge from her mouth as the child emerges from her body is the child's name. The first words to come from Little Fish's mother, for some reason that even she didn't understand, were Little Fish. Girls of the Tahamasan have that name until they die. Boys, however, endure a naming ceremony when they are nine and receive their true name. When my grandpappy William drunkenly explained it to me, Having had his father, Little Fish, drunkenly explain it to him, it sounded vaguely like a smoke lodge ceremony, which included a buffalo horn and a pipe filled with dried chickweed. He was a little vague on it. Little Fish, having been denied a naming ceremony, took to calling himself Wicked Tough, but to everyone except him, he remained Little Fish. Thanks to the soldiers set to guard the reservation, he discovered the joys of whiskey when he was thirteen, and never lost his love of it. A mean old bastard by all accounts, Little Fish took a wife when he was nineteen. 
This was a 15-year-old girl named Swaying Branch. Because they were now living under the rules of the Whites, when they married she became Swaying Fish, a terrible name in anyone's eyes. But Swaying Fish did have one feature that my grandfather valued. She went along with anything that she was told. From everything that I've been told, the girl was simply born with no actual will of her own. In 1900, my grandfather, William Fish, was born. He was named after the sitting president, William McKinley. Not because Little Fish had any great love of this man, but because he had heard the soldiers mention him, and it was one of the few white names that he liked.